ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. We're going to be here for a few hours as we get set for tonight's Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. The game is going to kick off at 9 o'clock, so why don't you get your order in now so you'll be ready for the game. Of course, you can also watch the game here on the multitude of TV screens they have here at Giovanni's. And while you're here, don't forget, you can take advantage of all those classic Giovanni pizzas, pastas, calzones, sandwiches, and wings. And it's only right across from Joan C. Edwards Stadium, so you know where it's at. You probably hang out here on game day. So this would be a great place to hang out, and that's where we're at for the bowl game today. The crew's going to be here in a little bit. Though. We'll have Christian Palmer. We'll have our esteemed historian, Woody Woodrum, with us as well. So we're getting set for the game here. So uh, sort of like this is the pregame for the pregame. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the game, obviously, more so next hour. But we're going to talk about the basketball game last night. It was what you expected. Marshall took on Bluefield University. The Rams and the Herd got the victory there. It was never really in doubt. It was a 103-70 victory. Marshall could have scored more. And we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni in just a few minutes on that. But the Herd could have really scored more. I think Dan was trying to figure out a few things, give some players some opportunities to show what they can do. You got an easy game. He, t- he highlighted that in his postgame comments. He wanted a game. Don't want to just necessarily have a war, a battle. And he explained what that meant. So we'll hear from him in just a few minutes. But yeah, Marshall had seven players in double digits. Jacob Connor had 10 points. Obina Anachili Killen had 12. I'm sorry, he had 16. Nate Martin had 12. Kevon Voiles had 14. Camden Kerfman had 11. Wyatt Fricks, he was in the game and had 11. And Cameron Crawford had 17 points. And, of course, Martin... Not only did he have 12 points, he had 13 rebounds, so another double-double for him. Thundering Herd in this game shot 37 of 72. They were not bad from the three-point line as well, 8 of 25. So the Thundering Herd in the game shot, believe it or not, 50%. 50% shooting by period in that first half. And then in the second half, they shot 19 of 36, 52.8%. For the game, they shot 51.4%, 37 of 72. I'll take 50%. I would like it higher, but I'll take 50% any day. And the Thundering Herd, 32% from the three-point line. They were a little bit better in the first half than they were in the second half, 5 of 12 for 41.7%. 3 of 13 in the second half. But at that point, you didn't see all the normal starters out there. Obina was out there for a little over 17 minutes. Jacob Connor was out there for over 26 minutes. Nate Martin was out there for almost 28 minutes. Kevon Boyles was out there a little over 20 minutes. Cam Kerfman was out there a little over 23 minutes. So you got to see different looks. He saw Wyatt Fricks out there for over 22 minutes. Ryan Nutter was out there for over 14 minutes. Cameron Crawford was out there for almost 18 minutes. 
Tyson Pruitt was out there for almost 15 minutes. So you got to see a lot of different faces. And you know, you saw some guys that usually don't get to see the floor very often. Thinneman was out there for almost four minutes. Chase McKee. So basically, they got to play the last three and a half minutes of the game. So they get to come in and see what they can do. And it was a good opportunity for them. So the Thundering Herd, I think, really got what they needed out of this one. And I'll ask Dan that a little bit, and you'll hear his response. But the Thundering Herd, 28 turnovers off of, I'm sorry, 28 points off of turnovers. Only 16 points off turnovers for Bluefield. Marshall in the paint, 54 points. Second chance points, 19. Fast breaks, 18. And then bench, 40 points off the bench. When's the last time you saw 40 points come off the bench for the Thundering Herd? I know, obviously, a lot of that is Dan was putting some different guys in, giving them an opportunity to play. But you had seven guys in double digits. You had a double-double from Nate Martin. You got to see some different guys get a, a few looks. And you got the win. It was a game you schedule for this purpose. So we'll get Dan's thoughts on that in just a little bit. Now the Thundering here has got to get ready to take on UNCW, the Seahawks. That's going to be Thursday at the Cam Henderson Center. This is game three of the four-game homestand. After this, it's conference play. So this is it. This is the last non-conference game before the herd gets into Sunbelt action. And Marshall, believe it or not, has never met UNCW on the basketball court. This is the team that beat Kentucky earlier in the season. Of course, we know what Kentucky did to Marshall. And then this team goes in and beats Kentucky. So now Marshall will face the Seahawks on Thursday. Dan talked about them, said they were a little bit more like Greensboro. Kind of alluded to the fact that you know, Kentucky played their really best game against Marshall and maybe didn't play that good of a game against UNCW. So we'll hear his comments in just a few minutes as we get closer to the bowl game, obviously. The game, Marshall and UTSA. Former Conference USA foes. UTSA is an up-and-coming program. It's been in existence for a little over 12 years, and now it's making its fourth straight and fifth overall bowl appearance when it faces Marshall tonight in the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. And they are familiar with this bowl. This is their second appearance in the past three years. They played San Diego State in the game 2021. They're looking for their first bowl win. They're 0-4. So they're looking for their first bowl win. And Marshall is looking to get a new bowl streak going. And, of course, you don't want to finish 6-7. and seven. That's the thing. This is a game that will make your season feel good. If you come home tonight with a 7-6 and six record, you win this game, you feel good about how it went down. doesn't matter. You can win by three. You feel good about everything. And then the Roadrunners, well, they're an opponent that's moved out of Conference USA, used to be in the league with the Herd. Now they're in the American. And when these two teams were in the league – they only met three times. Marshall's got a 2-1 advantage over the Roadrunner. So this will be the fourth all-time meeting with these two schools. And, of course, the Thundering Herd 
running up the bowl record for several years until it suffered something that we hadn't thought would ever happen, a three-game bowl losing streak. The last two under Doc Holliday and, of course, the first one with Charles Huff. Now, last year, of course, the Herd gets a bowl victory and wins the Myrtle Beach Bowl. And now there's a nice trophy in the multi-purpose room that I'm sure the Herd would like to switch out with the bowl trophy from this one, from the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. So we've got all of that coming up. As I mentioned, we're here today at Giovanni's at 20th Street. This is right across the street from Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Game's going to be a late one tonight. It's going to be a 9 o'clock kick. Best thing to do, if you need a place to watch the game, get here, order, watch the game here. Or you can come in, call in, or just place a pickup order. Come get your food, and you'll be all set. You'll be all set. They have got one of the best pizzas around and they also have pastas, calzones, sandwiches, wings. Everything here is good. Nothing is bad. So come down today. Hang out with us for a while as we get set for the game. It's a late-night game. A little bit later on, Woody Woodrum's going to be here with me. You'll get to see Woody. Christian Palmer is going to be here. We're going to get you set for the game as we all, hopefully, will be caffeinated all night long, stay up late. You know what? Just... Um, if you need a note from work tomorrow, let me know. If you need a note, I'll sign your note. I'll give you the excuse. You can't come in. You know, take a half day. I'm going to write myself a note. So, you know, I'll write your note as well. Just take a half day tomorrow. Look, Paul said it was okay. Paul said it was fine. Marshall played in the game, and yeah, I stayed up late to celebrate the Herd's victory in the Frisco Bowl. And Paul said it was okay if I came in late. Just, you know, if your boss has got a problem, boss can call me. And, of course, don't forget, our text line is going to be open this hour. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll get your thoughts on last night's basketball game. We'll look ahead to the football game. My guy, Christian Palmer, is here in the building, so we'll bring him on and talk to him. Also, we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni a little bit later on. Uh, we're missing the fourth Beatle. Bill Cornwell is not going to be here. The fourth Beatle is not here. So we're going to hear from him. He's going to get us caught up on what's happening with the bowl picture. We'll do that later on this hour as well. We're here today at Giovanni's 20th Street. We're getting you set for the game, but we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. 
Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender, NCUA. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. All Glockner locations are spreading holiday cheer during our annual Small Town Christmas Sales Event. We have the vehicles that will make your holidays merry and bright with the season's lowest live market prices. Glockner is making this season truly magical by offering the fastest, most transparent five-star customer experience for you. And because we love our small town community, we're offering our biggest trade values. Let's make this a small town Christmas to remember. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Let James Family Outfitters help Santa with your Christmas shopping list. 10% off camo and UK apparel, dusters, jackets, and vests included. $5 off children's Western boots, 10% off jeans, hikers, and moccasins. Men's and ladies' Western shirts and blouses, 20% off. Men's, ladies' and children's dress and casual shoes, 10% off. James Family Outfitters has a huge line of accessories. Stake your claim. See the folks named James, 507 Caramelone Boulevard, Grayson. Be sure to register for the $250 shopping spree. No purchase necessary. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 30th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number, 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE, 855-51-BIBLE. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, December 19th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host, back in the studio, Marshall football standout Jason Toy. Christian Palmer is here with me at Giovanni's 20th Street. Christian, did you know today is the anniversary of the Marshall Thundering Herd beating the dreaded Penguins of Youngstown State for the 1992 National Championship? You know, I did know that. I've known that for about five minutes now. Uh, uh, you told me a few minutes ago. Five and- <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's known it for five minutes. I mean, come on. I wasn't alive yet. So, How old were you? 
Negative five. Negative five. We yeah. rehearsed this. Jason Toy <laughs> was on the team, and uh, I don't know if he's got uh, his microphone ready, but uh, Jason Toy, uh, I've known him a long time. He was a tight end on that team, and, of course, Jason is uh, still a prominent member of the Thundering Herd football community today. Uh, you just don't see him. He's in the back doing all the uh, back-end stuff. He is a Herd brother, as you heard Coach Huff talk about in his presser on Monday, talking about the conversation that the locker room had with Randy Moss. So, uh, you know, the football players, um, especially around that uh, 1992 team era, you know, those guys uh, really helped put Marshall football on the map. And later on, we're going to hear from Woody Woodrum in our pregame. He's going to talk about all the Marshall history. I don't think he mentioned this one. Yeah, I think he might have missed this one. I mean, Woody is our herd historian, so a little surprised that he missed this one. But I, I did hear him earlier in the week. Uh, he was talking about his pregame package and was just saying there's so much to pull from with bowl games. And so he might have skipped this because, yeah, for a lot of people, this was Marshall's bowl game. It was, right. It was a national championship game because Marshall was in the championship game yeah, often. You know, only one, two, and it took a while. It took a while to get that second one, but of course, Marshall got the first one, and the end zone was completely different. It was a grassy knoll. The scoreboard was completely different, so people could actually sit in the end zone on the grass, and then those those uprights went down quickly. Yeah, I was in that crowd. I did not participate in the actual taking down the uprights. Why I was, not? I was look. <laughs> Those people were crazy. Yeah, 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 you're not wrong. Those people were crazy. You don't want to be in the way of that thing no, that's no, falling down. No, no, it was going down pretty quick. So I was, uh, yes, I can say I, I, I didn't rush the field. I, uh, I casually got on the field. At least you were there. I was there. I was there on the field. I didn't do that stuff in '96, but '92, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I did that, and because uh, you know, I was still, I was still a student. You were negative five. Yeah. Uh, You're Jay sowing your wild oats. Yeah, yeah, That that's it. That's what it was. Uh, Jason Toy did not rush the field because he was on the field. Already there. Yeah, you can't defend himself. He doesn't have his microphone <laughs> and headphones on, so uh, he'll get us back later. But, uh, no, uh, it's an exciting time. Her football, we got a bowl game on the anniversary of the 1992 championship game. Do you at least know who won the game? Marshall. Do you know which player Won the game for Marshall. Let me qualify that. Oh, come on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Randy Moss. That's your guess. I mean, th that's usually a good guess. All I mean, right. he scored in, what, basically every Marshall game he played in. Our text line's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. If you know who scored the winner for Marshall in the 1992 championship game, text that response in. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255, and we'll pick a winner from all the, I want to say the correct responses, but I'm going to be generous today. We will take any response, and we will put it in our, in our pile. We'll draw a winner after it, and we'll give you a, a chance to win four tickets to go see the Herd on Thursday take on UNCW and of course the texts are coming in now and of course um, I'm not going to tell you Christian okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no keep it a secret from well, me. we'll keep it a secret just for a little bit uh, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni in just a few minutes get his thoughts on the game and the uh, you know 
Marshall looked good last night. They took on Bluefield, got the victory. They should have looked good against Bluefield, so I was a little worried about that. But, you know, since we're talking football, usually Bill's with us. Yes. Bill could not be here today. He's on assignment. So he's not here today. And so we've got so much, so much going on next hour. We decided, instead of depriving everyone of even a little bit of Bill Cornwell, no. You can't hold that back. We're not holding it back. We have for you, that way, in spirit, he's with us, uh, Bill Cornwell. He did, a, um, he did a feature for us as we get set for all the bowl action. Of course, the game tonight, Marshall taking on UTSA, the Roadrunners, and the Herd. In tonight's only bowl action, the Frisco Bowl. But Bill Cornwell takes a look at all the bowl action that you need to know about. Sunbelt Conference uh, more than uh, did its share when it came to getting into bowls. Conference record and national best 12 Sunbelt teams participating in bowls this fall, and that outpaces the 11 teams from the ACC, the 9 from the Big 10, the 9 from the Big 12, the 9 from the SEC, and the 8 from the Pac-12. No other non-autonomy conference has more than seven bowl season representatives. For the sixth straight season, Sunbelt had multiple 10-win teams for the third straight year, had multiple teams reached the mark during the regular season. Also, the Sun Belt is pacing FBS with a 61% bowl-winning percentage since the dawn of the college football playoff era in 2014. A mark its 12 representatives will look to better this bowl season. Let's look at uh, what's coming up as far as the conference is concerned. The 76 Birmingham Bowl will be coming up on Saturday at noon down in Birmingham, Alabama. Back-to-back Sunbelt champ Croy coming the first conference team to face off against an Autonomy 5 program in the bowl season, taking on the Duke Blue Devils in this contest. Now, Troy's won five straight games dating back 2010 bowl games, that is. Second longest active bowl winning streak, running our all-time record to six and three in nine prior bowl appearances. Troy entering bowl season having won 10 straight games for the second straight season. Of course, they will be without their coach John Sumrall, who took the job at Tulane. Now, the Camellia Bowl is also coming up on Saturday. Arkansas State making its first bowl appearance since 2019, squaring off against the Northern Illinois Huskies. Now, this is a noon game in Montgomery, Alabama, the 11th all-time bowl appearance for the Red Wolves. They're four and six in 10 prior bowl appearances and the first since a string of nine straight bowl games played between 2011 and 2019. Also on Saturday, a 3.30 kickoff out in Boise, Idaho, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The Georgia State Panthers will face the Utah State Aggies for the first time ever. Panthers making their fourth bowl appearance in five seasons. It's their sixth all-time and they carry a 3-2 bowl record into that matchup. And again, a busy day coming up on the 23rd of December on Saturday because it's also the day for the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And this is a game that's going to get some national attention. James Madison making their first ever bowl appearance in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. The Dukes will square off against Air Force for the first time in program history. The Dukes are the first Sunbelt team to ever appear in this bowl, which is one of three Sunbelt bowl appearances. Actually going to be taking place on the ABC TV network. We continue the 
Texas Roll of Bowls on the 23rd of December. On Saturday, there is the 68 Ventures Bowl. South Alabama making its fourth all-time bowl appearance. They'll be in search of a first-ever bowl win. The Jaguars bowling in back-to-back seasons for the first time in program history, facing the Eastern Michigan Eagles for the first time ever. This is a 7 o'clock kick. And then, a little bit of football in paradise on December 23rd on Saturday. It's the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, bowling for the fourth straight season in the fourth time in program history. Coastal Carolina taking on San Jose State in this contest. It kicks off at 10.30 p.m. The Chanticleers, who are the first Sunbelt team to ever appear in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, are 1-2 and two in three prior bowl appearances. And then, of course, uh, this is the wrap-up of those 12 Sunbelt Bowls. Coming up on the day after Christmas, Tuesday, December 26th, Texas State makes its first-ever bowl appearances in the Serb Pro First Responder Bowl. The Bobcats will face in-state foe the Rice Owls for the first time since 1987. This is a 5.30 p.m. kick, and the teams have split four prior meetings, two and two. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate that. Of course, a Bill on assignment this evening won't be with us here, but that means there's plenty of room for you at 20th Street Giovanni's. Don't forget, if you're not going to be down here to watch the game, you can still order from here and pick it up. They have classic Giovanni's pizzas, pastas, calzones, sandwiches, and wings. It's the best pizza going today. you got to get it. Get your order in now, Giovanni's 20th Street. And, of course, we're going to be here throughout the evening. The game tonight, Marshall taking on UTSA. But when we continue, we're going to talk about basketball. Dan D'Antoni gets a victory over Bluefield. We'll get his comments when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football bowl games and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Who are the toughest men and women in the Tri-State area? Miller Lite, Coors Light, Coors Banquet, 84 Lumber, Dutch Miller Auto Group, Huntington Trump, Wilson Welding, Fitness World, and Pritchard Lawn Care present the 36th Annual Tri-State Tough Men Contest. Coming January 5th and 6th to Huntington's Mountain Health Arena, see up to 100 men and women slugging out for thousands in prize money. Plus, the Miss Ring Girl Bikini Contest. Buy tickets or sign up at wvtoughman.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 30th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number, 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE, 855-51-BIBLE. Grandview Flooring of Gallipolis and Middleport would like to wish all of you a happy holiday this year. Spend time with family, friends, loved ones, cherish your moments, and keep them in your hearts forever. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of the staff at Grandview Flooring. Osborne Equipment of Jackson, Ohio would like to tell all of you that this is the season and time to make beautiful memories. Cherish every moment with your loved ones to last a lifetime. Osborne Equipment would like to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, John Garton, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Billups, 304-453. 4600. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The nicotine in e-cigarettes is addictive and can harm brain development. That's why I worry about teens who try e-cigarettes. Many young people use pod-based e-cigarettes like Juul, which have high levels of nicotine. And because teens' brains are still developing, they can quickly become addicted. The tobacco industry uses fruit and candy flavors to attract young people, often turning them into lifelong users. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're back here at Giovanni's 20th Street for today's edition of The Drive at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're getting set for the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. Christian Palmer's here. Minus five, man. He was <laughs> minus five when Marshall won its first national championship. Woody Woodrum, he was about 80 when Marshall won its first national championship in football. He is with us now. I believe I believe I was 36. Were you 36? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Been married two years at that time. Two years come Friday, as a matter of fact, our 33rd anniversary coming up. Our producer, Jason Toy, has been yelling in our ear, shut up the entire time because we're making him old. He is old. I'm older than him, and he's, he's whining. He's complaining about I mean, it. I'm older than all of you. Right, you're older than all of us combined. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Uh, we're asking fans if they can tell us 
Uh, who won the game? Don't will not spoil it, Woody. Who won the game in 1992? Christian thought he was clever and said Marshall. <laughs> who won the game for Marshall? <laughs> and um, we'll get the, those responses at the end of the show, but you can text in as well. We're going to give you a chance to win four tickets to go see the Herd take on UNCW on Thursday night, a four-pack of tickets. Texter writes in, hello, what do you think about playing WVU Tech, a similar opponent as Bluefield, at the Beckley Convention Center? It holds about 3,000 people. Game would give fans in the area a chance to attend and good exposure for Marshall and the region. Well, they played at the Greenbrier. It didn't hold 3,000 fans. Why not? Oh, I, I agree 100%. Uh, you know, every now and then you need to reach out. I mean, in the old days, Marshall actually had a tournament that they played in Fayetteville. I mean, I think Tennessee was one of the teams that had come to Fayetteville, West Virginia, in the 1940s. Can you imagine that trip? That's a trip. <laughs> they take train? Uh, probably to Charleston and then maybe bus down from there. <laughs> so, And there was no turnpike in the 40s. Oh. So it was, it was Route 3, I believe, going south through Boone County. <laughs> we'll have to ask Dan how travel by train was back in the day. Last night, Dan D'Antoni, after the game, of course, Marshall gets the victory over Bluefield, 103-70. to It could have been a lot worse. I think Dan Dan knew that. He could have called the dogs off even sooner if he wanted to. But Dan let a lot of players play. So after the game and his postgame, Dan was pretty happy. He said it was a good game. I appreciate uh, Bluefield coming up. We need this. You know, we need to, one, let a lot of players play, see them on the floor a little longer than what we've been able to see, especially our young kids. I uh, thought we played pretty well. I gave up a few more points than I wanted to give up, but uh thought basically overall played pretty well, and we got uh, some evaluations out of it, which is what we were looking to do, along with playing a lot of players. So, Dan – got what he needed as far as the evaluations were concerned. But I was kind of curious as far as, you know, was this team the right team for you? Did you get the challenge you were looking for? Of course, the evaluations were important. You needed someone that you could have a game with. I think that was sort of, all right, can they play basketball? Okay, we need a team that has enough players to play a basketball game. But after that, with Bluefield, did they give her enough of a challenge to get what you were looking for? I think they play as hard as they could play. I mean, they are certainly outsized. And, uh, uh, you know, I think they come in and play as hard as they can play. You don't – We, to be quite honest with you, I didn't want a game that uh, is going to have to fight again, you know. Uh, we should beat them like we beat them. They played well. They shot the ball pretty well when they got shots. They didn't get a lot of good with shots, but when they got shots, they made them. You know, the coach, they do a good job. And uh, there are five players that are playing college basketball. Some of them are 22, 23, 24. And we got 17, 19, 18, 19-year-olds. So, you know, it's uh, it was a good game. We, I thought we got what we needed out of it. Let's put it that way. So Dan was happy, got what he needed. So I was curious when I talked to him yesterday, all right, you won the game. That's what you wanted. You got to be happy. You won the game. You got the victory. You're five and seven now. But looking at this game, what did you see on the court 
that you didn't like. And uh, Dan went a couple of minutes. You know how, Dan, you can't take Dan out of context. you got to go full context with Dan. So did you see anything out there that you weren't happy with that you didn't like? we got to keep grooming Jacob to be more vocal and be more demanding as a lead guard. Uh, you know, he never played it before, and we just got to keep demanding it out of him. He's capable. He's going to grow into it. He's just a sophomore. And uh, he gets a little stronger. Uh, it's really going to help him. But uh, I think that's that's the biggest thing. The other is, you know, I got to rest O. I didn't I didn't have to keep him going that long. But uh, um, got to get another a little bit better. You know, we got to get our league guards better. I thought uh, uh, Crawford. We got He's got to understand that even though he got what 17 points and what 17 minutes or something like that. I think he has to understand that there's a there's playing the game and playing it well, and then there's playing the game, playing it well, and winning. And there's another step from playing it well. And you can't have uh, a mistake where you didn't go back to rebound. They got one and they put it in defensively. You got caught standing one time. They laid it in. Then your 17 points aren't as valuable as they were. The thing about offense that I found is if you don't shoot it, somebody else is. So you can replace offense. It's, It's difficult. If you don't play defense or you don't go rebound, you can't replace it. There's no help there. You can help a, a guy that doesn't score. He can throw at somebody else and let them score. But if you're not guarding somebody, he's going to score. If you don't go get a rebound, they're going to get it and score. So I think he, his his biggest growth, and that's what I was talking to him on the bench, is how does he take his talent and make it inclusive for everybody and then don't have those dead spots uh, at places to where uh, they go from where you should have had it to they scored. And uh, you have to keep you have to keep working on that. And and he's only I, I think you have to understand too. He didn't play much his freshman year. He didn't play at all last year, so he didn't have a lot of game experience. He wants to learn. We just have to. He talks to me, or at least he tells me. So I'm going to challenge him and see if he wants to be. He says I want to be a baller. I want to be good. Okay, I, I'm with you. I'm 100. You got a lot of talent. But right now you're not a good player, and I'm challenging you to be a good player. And he just has to learn how to manage his talent, in a, not in an AAU way, but in a college Division One way. Dan D'Antoni, his thoughts after the victory, up next for the Thundering Herd, taking on UNCW. The Seahawks coming to Huntington on Thursday. Hopefully the Thundering Herd will not see the team that beat Kentucky. Maybe they'll see sort of a lesser version of that team. Or maybe Kentucky just had a bad night. I'm hoping that was the case. Kentucky just had a bad night, Woody. Could have been. You know, last night that team played without their best point scorer. He's averaging nearly 20 a game and eight rebounds a game. So, you know, the the two brothers teamed up to throw in 45 for them. So, I think that was probably differently than they would have played the game had they had the guy to help inside. So, um, Marshall just really controlled the boards and and dominated that game. And and as you expect them to do when they play a team from Division II, that's why they can count the game as an exhibition. Marshall counts it as a win. And both sides are happy with a nice check cut to them, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. I don't think Dan wanted that much of a challenge, though. They didn't roll over. And I like that. Dan had his own thoughts on that as far as 
look, I just need a game where we just go out and we can just stretch our legs and, and shoot the ball and, and be okay. And I think he got that. I mean, they put him away early. They Oh, yeah. They didn't have that much of a struggle. The second half, it seemed a little bit more challenging because Dan was going deeper in his bench. And they decided to go inside. And, you know, it showed that when you don't have Nate Martin and Obina in the game, it's pretty weak underneath. Uh, you know, it's just not its not a great group under there. It, Nate Martin scraps. He fights. He dives on the field, you know, on the floor. You don't see very big, many big men play like he does. And Obina is energy to that team. He's always moving. He's always – Sometimes he takes shots that you kind of cringe as he starts to throw up a three from 28. He's a three-point shooter now. Oh, yes, he thinks he is. No, he is a three-point shooter. Don't you say that ever. He was pretty um, He was pretty good from the three-point line. You know how many he had last night? No. One. Yeah. You know how many he shot? One. That's efficiency. 100%, man. I like, you know, <laughs> that he hit and he didn't think I've got to shoot three or four more next time down. You know, <laughs> he hey. – you know, he hit a bank that won him a game. He hit a big shot at Ohio in that win. So, he, he certainly can do that. It's just night in, night out. And Danny's trying to still figure out. I, I think he, he's got the first seven maybe in his mind. But he's looking for eight, nine, and ten. Where are you guys at? Maybe 11. So that we can get some rotation in there and not see a, a lead go away or not see a deficit become larger. You know, Point. go from two or three points to ten points. Points in the paint. Marshall at 54. Bluefield have 42. So, I wasn't expecting that. But then again, you take the regulars out. You put the kids that don't get a uh, an opportunity to play long minutes. You're going to see that it kind of felt like it was more of a game, a style that was Bluefield's advantage to a degree when Marshall went smaller and younger because right. you saw it going back and forth. It got a little sloppy for a while, but it felt like, okay, this is now the game that Bluefield can play, but Marshall still shut the door on him. So that was the good thing. It was never in doubt. If I could have done one thing, though, this week, I would have flipped these games. I'd have played Wilmington on Tuesday and played Bluefield. Just before you go away to Christmas, kids' minds can get away from you. It is far enough out, you know, being as it is on the 21st, that it's not right before Christmas. I've seen teams on the 23rd or so. They just they're not thinking about being there at all. They're thinking about going home or staying here, or get presents, get eating turkey, whatever it might be. So, it, but they've got a very good opponent coming in, so they're going to have to play their A game. And I hope the fans turn out because it was a better crowd than I expected on Saturday night, and it was a good crowd for Bluefield last night. So. Hopefully those same folks will get themselves out on Thursday for the holiday game. And uh, I have a brand-new hat to spring on all you guys. So, All right. Ready to roll. UNCW coming in on a three-game win streak. They won at Kentucky, which was ranked 12th at the time, 82-73 back on December 2nd. So this will be a challenge for the Thundering Herd, and we'll be there. We go on the air 6 o'clock. We'll be there probably at 5 o'clock as well for the pregame show. So uh, we'll be there. For it, Marshall taking on UNCW. We will take more of your text. 
Do you know yet, Christian, who won the game for Marshall in the 1992 championship game right over here across the street at Jones C. Edwards Stadium? Do you know who won them? No, you've been you've been keeping the answer hidden from me, but I, I, I do know I, uh, <laughs> you, you, I, I you, took a I took a bad guess on, on the spot earlier. Okay, yeah. it, okay, yeah. so you guessed Randy Moss, and that was you know just a couple years before he got to Huntington. Just a couple just, years, just a couple. About okay. the same year you were born, right? Ninety-seven. Uh, yes, that's right. Okay, so. Trey was born in 97. All right, so Randy Moss is his guess. What do you um do you have a no, keep your guess to yourself. No, actually give me a give me a give me a guess or give me a wrong well, guess. Well, it wasn't David Merrick because he had overslept for a practice. So it was not David <laughs> Merrick. Jim Donnan made him set okay. and he late in the game, he told Rick Covington from Appalachian State who was there to help Jim get through the reporters, the crowd and all that kind of stuff. He looked at Rick and he said did I just cost myself a national championship and not have my number one kicker out here? Okay. But number two did okay, especially for his first ever field goal ever. See, see it's one not fair all. to ask Woody to guess because he knows everything about the game already. I'm going to guess it was Jason Toy. Hey, that's a good guess. <laughs> Tight end for Marshall. And Jason with the uh, – with a, with a, they, they handed it off to him, a trick play. Instead hmm. of uh, throwing it to him, they just handed it off, and he ran into the end zone for the, uh, for the win. Power run right to the end zone. That's, um, that's not it. Giving you a chance. I, I am sandbagging this thing. I'm giving you a chance to win this thing. Texters are coming in. Okay, we're starting to get some right answers in. Um, let's see. Um, Paul, it was Troy Brown or uh, Merrill's. Okay, I know what you're talking about. It was Troy Brown or Merrill's brother. <laughs> All right, okay, in full context, the texture is saying, it was Troy Brown or Merrill's brother that kicked the winning field goal. Willie, Troy Brown or, or – do you think Troy could kick a field goal, Woody? <laughs> well, Troy it, Brown? You know, he was out there playing defense on the final play and intercepted Youngstown last-ditch pass trying to move the ball upfield because they were only down three. They needed to try out a field goal. Was it Willie Merrick? Okay, that's a good guess. Maybe. It, it could be. It could be a, uh, it could be a good guess. Uh, we'll see. A couple of people are, are people are picking Willie Merrick. Uh, Merrick. Merrick. That name rings a bell. Uh, who do you think won the 1992 championship? I, I don't care if it's right now. Just who do you think won it? <laughs> you know, who do you think won it? So, so far we have Randy Moss. Uh, we have Troy Brown kicking the winning field goal. And, oh, man, I gave it away. It's a winning field goal. Uh-oh. It was a winning field goal, Christian. <laughs> you know, when Woody was talking about the kicker situation, I was starting, you know. You know, you kids today don't even want you – you know why? Because it's not on TikTok. The yeah. 1992 <laughs> National Championship game video is not on TikTok. Put it there. I'll watch it. Redeem yourself. All right. Who called the National Championship game in 1992? Oh, my gosh. Who called it? I don't know. You're a broadcaster. Yeah. They're still active. The game was on CBS. I'm drawing a blank, man. I'm come sorry. up with a guess. I'm we'll sorry. come back. Final segment here on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3. 
304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 140 5th Avenue, Huntington. Get the tire that will see you through the cold and then some. The long-lasting all-season Michelin Cross Climate 2 tire. Because winter doesn't last forever. Between 1115 and 12.5, get $70 via reward card or virtual prepay card. After online submission with the purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. $70 tire rebate on all tire lines. Plus a $30 bonus rebate on Michelin winter tires only. See TikTok Tire, 3rd Avenue and Huntington across from Jonesy Edwards Stadium. www.michelinman.com forward slash auto forward slash deals hyphen promotions hyphen and hyphen rebate for complete detail. Offer expires 1523. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Next place, your home away from home. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 30th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number, 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE, 855-51-BIBLE. Crow Hustle Funeral Home celebrates Christmas with you and your family by sharing the message of peace, love, and joy. We help all of you have safe travels and make wonderful memories with your family and friends this year. Merry Christmas from Crow Hustle Funeral Home, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Happy holidays from everyone at Ratliff Pool Center, where the season is merrier with the area's largest selection of in-stock hot tubs. Let the warmth of the season fill your home and backyard. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
One final time, at least for this edition of The Drive here at Giovanni's, we're going to get set for college football today. That is coming up tonight. 6 o'clock, our airtime. 9 o'clock kick. We're here today at Giovanni's 20th Street getting set for Marshall and UTSA and the Frisco Bowl. All right, our trivia question. Uh, it was inspired by the lack of knowledge by our uh, esteemed colleague, Christian Palmer, who was negative five when who won the national championship game in 1992? It was Willie Merrick. And we do have some correct answers. I will let Jason Toy pick. He's going to pick one of the winners, and you'll win a four-pack to the game between Marshall and UNCW on Thursday. So Jason Toy back in the studio will pick the winner. Uh, you didn't have to spell it right, even though some of you did <laughs> did try. Uh, we will give you those tickets, so uh, stay by your phone there. All right, who called the national championship game, Christian? All right, here's my guess. Okay. And, and I made sure, you know, that this guy was uh, actually working at this time. So okay. Gus Johnson, though, maybe? Gus Johnson. We don't have a buzzer. Ah. I don't have a buzzer. <laughs> Jason, work on a buzzer sound effect for this show, would you? Buzzer. No. It was not Gus Johnson. Would have been a great call if it was him. No, Marshall would have uh, been in a, uh, four overtimes if it was Gus Johnson. Jim Nance in Huntington, oh, West man. Virginia, calling the game. And his call should be iconic to herd fans to this day apparently i'm going to have to take you back into the vhs archives you know channel 13 showed the game a few months ago you didn't text me and tell me i would have thought you would have tuned in <laughs> on your own i guess i'm going to have to yeah, now yeah. merrick is lining up he's not the regular kicker and they don't want to kick one pat all year wow and he kicks the winning field goal and nance goes for the win I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember that part, but it's the rest of it's Merrick. Yes. <laughs> and he runs and he's, you know, he's looking like a soccer player celebrating. And Which then is uh, what he was. Heard fans just basically descend. And Jason was protecting the uh, Gatorade <laughs> on the sideline. All right. Guess what? We're not done. We're going to be right back at it here in just a few seconds for West Virginia and Appalachian Labors District Council College Football Today. Presented by Lyona, your workforce solution, WVLDC.org. We'll talk to you in about 20 seconds. Introducing In Your Business, a podcast highlighting thriving Huntington area businesses. Presented by Moses Auto Mall. Online at MosesMeansMore.com. In Your Business tells the story of Huntington's successes and where you can gain invaluable insights and advice from seasoned entrepreneurs. Produced by Kindred Communications and the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce, find it on kindredcom.net, huntingtonchamber.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.